Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guests will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. I hope that you are having a wonderful day so far. Last week, our topic was life, the life of a psychic. And I talked a lot about what my life is like as a psychic and the different things that I've gone through. And I received some really good messages from that episode, and I'm so thankful for those. Thank you to all of you that reached out. A lot of you that said that this helped. It helped you to understand a little bit more about how the abilities work, because I think sometimes people think they can just text me wherever I am randomly throughout the day and ask me a psychic question, and I can give them a psychic answer. And so it doesn't work like that. And so now that you know we know it doesn't work like that, um, I hope that everybody understands a little bit better. So today, uh, my topic is going to be taking back your power. If you are a follower of this show and you listened last week and the week before that, you know that I am in the middle of a move, a very frustrating move. Um, I currently live in Southern California and my husband and I are trying to move to Las Vegas, Henderson area in Southern Nevada. And this has been a major, major struggle. And through this struggle, I feel like I have really lost myself. I've lost my power. I've lost my self-confidence and who I am. And this is something that constantly comes up for me that I hear from my guides is take your power back. What are you waiting for? Take your power back. And it's like every single time that I try I start to work on it and I do really good and then something happens and I lose it. And so this morning, actually, as of this morning, I hadn't picked a topic. There was no promo that went out this week because I honestly didn't know if I was going to be even doing this show live. Um, everything's packed. So I just have my laptop and my microphone. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, all of the headphones are packed. So last night, my husband and I had to run to five and below and buy these horrible five dollar headphones that keep cutting out. But here I am. I'm here because I wanted to be here and I wanted to do it, an episode this week, but I didn't know up until this morning what I was going to do. There had been things that went through my mind, like that life isn't a coincidence. Everything happens to us for a reason. But this morning I was still feeling really not myself and really like unsure about the day ahead and heard it again. Take your power back because when I have my power, Things can't knock me off kilter as much as they have been right now. So I decided to do that as the episode today. I think that um, I'm talking to myself here, but I'm absolutely, of course, talking to all of you because life very much is a cycle. And a lot of times you'll notice that you go through a time where life is really, really good. And then it kind of gets to a peak. And after that peak, something might happen or times might get rough and you start that cycle so a lot of times in that cycle, we lose our power. We lose who we are, what it is that we're doing. And, you know, I've talked about this a lot in past episodes, but everything that happens to us in life is a test or a way to learn, or it, it is happening for a reason. Absolutely. 
So when we're in these kinds of situations where life isn't also great, I look at these as some of our biggest tests. I feel like right now in my life, I am passing or trying to pass one of the biggest tests that I faced ever, if not, you know, maybe in a long time. But to me, this feels like ever. And let me explain a little bit about why this has been so hard so that you all can understand where I'm coming from. But I had started having visions of a house that we were moving into in Las Vegas, um, probably three years, eh, maybe two years ago. Um, And so far, this house has not surfaced. There's been a lot that have looked like it. Um, And so along the way, I have questioned myself so many times, well, why have you had visions of this particular house? Is this still something to come? Is this that you're just not seeing it right now? Are you pushing this situation? All of these things, plus more, as I'm sure you can imagine, have been going through my head. Um, I felt like a bad psychic. I've I have like tortured myself on this. And because of that, lost my self-confidence to the point now that we have actually applied for three homes. We actually just applied for our fourth. And something has happened with each one. And this is where it comes down to that when getting your power back or keeping your power is realizing that everything does happen for a reason. The first house that we applied for was really nice. And it was over my budget, over our budget, over what we wanted to spend. Um, But we decided to go for it anyways. And we were actually approved. But here's the interesting story behind this one is that while we were going over all of like the financials and everything, the property manager of this company starts telling me that it might be an issue that I have an eviction and garnishment of wages. And I was like, wait, an eviction and garnishment of wages. I don't have any of that. Like I don't even have a regular job. So how's anybody garnishing my wages? Like that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I'm self-employed. So I was like, okay, what's that all about? But then she continued to tell me, and your husband has two felonies. And I was like, okay, this is not right because my husband doesn't even have a misdemeanor. He's never been to jail a day in his life. And this woman's telling me that he's been to jail and he has felonies. And so you got to wonder why is this happening? Right. And at first I got mad. I was like, what is this about? And I don't understand. But the more that I sat back And I thought about it and my husband was actually like, nope, nope, we're not taking this house. Nope, nope. Um, But I had to sit back and think about it because I was like, man, I really want this house and I really want to move and I really want to be done with this Um, because they did, they did uh, make us, you know, an offer. We could have moved in there, but we asked for proof of what they were saying and they never supplied proof. And so we, we kindly denied their offer and went on to the next house. But that was the first time that we had to postpone. This last time that we had to postpone, um, well, there was denial number two, which was because of our dogs, uh, which I understand because we have three giant dogs. The third time was the most interesting. And this was the one that frustrated me the most and knocked me off of my kilter the most. And I'm really still trying to get it back up from it is that I went through everything with this guy everything. It was, we had nice conversations. He was really friendly. And then he, you know, he knew financials. He knew about the dogs. He he knew that, but what didn't he know? He didn't know what I did for a living. And if you think that people aren't going to discriminate 
you against what you do for a living? Well, they do. Um, as soon as this, as soon as my paperwork was submitted that showed that I'm a psychic medium, we were denied. Um, the guy wouldn't talk to me. He wouldn't return my phone calls. He wouldn't return my emails. He just, no, we just got a denial email. I was supposed to leave the next morning to go to Las Vegas to drop my car and pick up my niece so that we could fly back here. And none of that happened. And it was all very, very last minute. And at first I didn't realize what was going on. And then I sat with it and I listened to my guides and um, I actually had somebody else tell me, I can't remember who it was, but it just came out of their mouth um, that it was my profession uh, that a lot of people look at this and go, this isn't real. Or if, if she's saying that she's a psychic, then not only is she a liar, but she's a swindler or whatever. And I'm none of those things. But it did it did knock me down more. It did make me feel like, wow, I didn't even think for one second about how my job might affect this. And my husband's pointed out, too, that he's an artist. And that's also, you know, an occupation where people look at that and go, well, that's high risk because, you know, that's not steady income or whatever. But that wasn't it. It was. Um, yeah, it was what I do for a living. And that made me really, really sad. But now we're on to another house and fingers crossed. But my intuition is shot right now. Like, I can't get a good grip of if this is our house or not. I, it doesn't look like the house I've seen, but that's okay. But really, because of my intuition being where it is, because I've lost my power, I don't know how to really go about and, and make predictions for my life or even intuitively kind of connect to this. So we all go through these kinds of situations in our life. This one that I'm experiencing is obviously going to be different from yours. Yours could be relationship. It could be your kids. It could be anything. But the thing is, is that we all have something in common is that when we lose our power, it really, really can knock us down. And sometimes we just need to know how to get up. How do you get up from this, right? Well, that is not super easy. And I'll tell you that I have really, really been trying. And so hopefully with the rest of this episode today, I can help myself as well to take back some of my power. So why do we lose our power? Besides just like what I was talking about here, why? Why do we lose our power? Well, a lot of times we give up our power to other people. We let go of our personal power about our beliefs. Um, then that does go right along with kind of with what I've been talking about, but it's not just limited to that. Sometimes your beliefs could be like, I'm not worthy of love. I can't trust anyone. I won't be successful. Why do you feel that way? Well, most of the time it's because other people are telling you, or some of the time at least, other people are telling you, you can't do it. You can't, it's not possible. Um, I know for both myself and my husband, we've had people tell us, are you crazy? You think that you're going to make something out of your lives as an artist, as a psychic? Well, guess what? We're here to show you that we will. But in order to do that, we have to have the personal power to stand up to people and say, well, yeah, like, who are you to tell me that I can't do this? Because this is me. This is my my power, not yours. We also surrender our power when we decide if our needs are reasonable or acceptable based on how other people may make us feel. Uh, if you like for myself, I'm a positive person. And sometimes that can just be not good for people when they're down. Um, but I can't let that affect me as much as possible. And that's where like taking your power back again is it's like, okay, no matter how negative people around me are, no matter how negative the world around me feels, 
I have to find a way to take my power back so that I can rise above all of that. You don't have to sink down to where other people are. It's a lot easier though, isn't it? Like um, if you're around negative people, it's really, really easy to be sucked down into their negativity a lot more so than it is if you're around a positive person. And I've noticed this myself, like when I've been down and negative is that I'll be around a positive person and I'll start to feel myself becoming happy and positive. And then all of a sudden what happens? Reality comes back and smacks me across the face of, okay, well, you're happy this second, but what's going to happen in the next one? So we have to kind of have that, that we have to have that power. Our power also slips away when we have something important to say and don't want to express our feelings because we're afraid of not being heard. If you're afraid of not being heard, if you grew up in a home where you weren't heard, then a lot of times you'll have a hard time with saying what's on your mind. This is definitely a problem that I face all the time. Uh, I grew up in a home where my mom did not listen to me at all. My needs were just, you know, whatever. I'm a child. I don't have needs. That That's silly. So I wasn't listened to there. And so a couple of the things that I did, well, first of all, is I just learned to be an adult and handle my problems myself. Um, but that wasn't really healthy. But I also um, learned how to be in control of my own power and to not let others like that affect me as much as possible. But that is really, really, really hard when people won't listen to you and you're not allowed to express your feelings. We also lose our power when we believe that maybe people like family and friends, that they might be well-meaning, but they may they do things that make us feel powerless. They tell us that we can't do something or they they make examples of, of things showing us that, you know, oh, this has never gone this way or whatever. They want to help us, I feel like, because they want to not, we, they don't want us to waste our time, right? Like, for example, with my husband and him being an artist, it's like people might feel like that's a waste of a time, a waste of your time because artists can't be successful. So do something else with your life, right? Well, that's what he wants to do. And who is anybody to tell him that he can't do that or that he shouldn't do that? Because why? Because it'll be too hard. But life isn't supposed to be easy. And I think that that is definitely something, a trap that we fall into when it comes to all of this is that we think it's supposed to be easy. And if we attempt to do something and it's not easy, then a lot of times we won't keep trying to do it, especially when there's people around telling you that you can't do it. But the thing about life is that you can do absolutely anything that you set your mind to. If it's meant for you, of course, because there's there's things that are just not meant for us. If you're pushing a relationship or you're pushing a job that isn't meant for you or like with us, pushing a house that isn't meant for you, it's not going to happen. But there's always a reason behind that. Always, always, always. But when you lose that power in yourself, then you can't find your way to go along with those things and to live the life that you are supposed to live. And that can definitely be very confusing in not just your work, but in your relationships with you know, your spouse, your friends, your children, whoever. If you're not in control of your own power, if you're not in control of yourself, then how can you handle the other things that are going on around you? It is so easy when we are down in a negative place to just continue to put, to allow ourselves to go deeper and deeper and deeper in those negative places. There comes a point where we have to start trying to get ourselves out 
of the hole that we've dug for ourselves and take that power back. And so let's go ahead here in a minute and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about ways that you may be giving up your power and how to take those things back. And hopefully I can give you some good pointers and also for myself so that, you know, over the next week we can go out there and try and do it. Try and take our power back. Try and be the people that we are supposed to be. And if you're going through one of these negative cycles right now, try and come out of it. And you know what? This information might not even apply to you right now. You might not be going through something like this in your life, but at some point, you most likely will because it's just the natural flow of life. Life is like a roller coaster. It just is. And you can decide what you're going to do. Are you going to ride that roller coaster? And if so, what are you going to do? Are you going to be terrified about it? And they're panicked and, oh my gosh, something bad could happen to me along the way. Or are you just going to go with it and enjoy the ride and just trust that it's going to come out the way that it's supposed to? So let's go ahead and take a break, friends. We will be right back after these brief messages. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guests will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, friends. Today we are talking about taking back our power. 
So first of all, what are some ways that you may be giving up your power? And you know what I love is that this is the empowerment channel and that when they put the show on the empowerment channel, I was like, I can do that. I can be empowering because that's what I want to be. So right now you are seeing a person that wants to be empowering to others, not having their power. And it happens and it's normal. And so what do we have to do to take it back? But what are some ways, first of all, that we may be giving up this power? So empowering others, first of all, is great. But when you give away your own power, it can absolutely hinder your own success. Allowing others to negatively impact your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, these things can all hold you back from reaching your goals and your full potential. It weakens your mental strength and derails your goals. So why do we do that? That's a great question, right? But here are some ways that you might be giving up your power. First of all, don't fall for guilt trips. If you are constantly changing your mind when someone tries to manipulate you through guilt, then you're giving them control over your actions and your mind. If you genuinely don't want to do something, be firm in your decisions and stick to your choices, even when others attempt to guilt trip you. And that happens a lot. And I think this is probably something we're taught as kids is that guilt trip you know, they work, right? Um, But it's not healthy. And that's manipulation. And so that's something that we absolutely have to um, look at. I mentioned in the first part about how pretty much everything that we faced has some kind of lesson. Well, everything, yeah, has some kind of lesson or test around it. So these things, when we're going through them, when we're feeling powerless, there's tests behind these. These There's things like, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to allow people to put you on this guilt trip? Are you going to allow them to take your power away from you? Um, if you already have, how do you get it back? These are the things that the universe is trying to teach us. So every time that you're facing one of these, this is what I do. I look at it. And I say, what is the universe trying to teach me? Not why is this happening to me, but what is the universe trying to teach me? What am I, what have I not learned in my life that I need to learn? What is it? And it might be a lot of things, but those are the things that when it comes to trying to take our power back that we should absolutely look at as well. It's also essential to understand that your self-worth is not tied into other people's opinions of you at all. Not everyone, and this is going to be hard for some people to accept, but not everyone is going to like you or approve of you. And that is perfectly normal. Just like how they didn't like what I did for a living with that last house. It's okay. I don't want to live in a house where people are going to think that about me, right? But for some people that might knock them completely off and go, what's wrong with me? Like, this is a legit job and I do my job very well. And why don't people take me seriously and why this and this and this and that. Right. But the key here is to not let people's opinions dictate how you perceive yourself or what your self-esteem is, because really no one looks at you the way that you look at you and no one looks at you the way you think they look at you. Everybody has their own perception of you. Everybody has their own perception of me. Uh, And that just is what it is. And I really don't care at this point. Uh, At the beginning of my spiritual journey, I did because I felt like it was important. I felt like all of these people were important. Every single one of these people needed to believe that I was a psychic. I don't care anymore. I really don't. 
um, I come in contact with people every day that when I tell them my job or I tell them that I have visions or whatever, they will just brush me off. And that's okay. It's funny because um, I was talking to our landlord about this and what happened with that house. And she was telling me about how she was at the airport recently and, and she is a healer. And she did something that I've never heard of before, but she told me that she um, grounds and like heals airplanes so that they're safe to take off and fly and all this. Right. And there was this plane that she was going to get on and she just didn't feel like it was safe, but she got on it anyways. And she's like, I can't ground this plane. You know, what's going on? Well, they, they got everybody off of the plane. They, there was something wrong, some mechanical issue, got everybody off the plane. And while she was sitting there waiting for um, another plane, she ended up talking to these two guys and they were having a great conversation. And then the plane came up and she said, you know, I'm a healer and I try, and this is what I do. I try and ground these planes. And she said, these two guys turned around and walked away and refused to talk to her again. Like she even tried, she's like, where are you going? <laughs> you know, What can you do? Are you supposed to at that point go, well, maybe I'm not what I think I am. Maybe I'm not who I say I am because these two people don't believe me and they walked away. Well, that's that's their that's their thing. If they don't believe it, that's okay. Those people were not important in her life and people that treat you like that, that don't believe in you, that that don't um, understand you. They don't need to be in your life at all. But you also have to be really careful with how you allow this to affect your self-esteem and to perceive yourself. Your self-worth should come from within you based on your own values, your own beliefs, and how you view yourself. It really is about acknowledging your strengths and accepting your flaws and recognizing your own worth. Um, because I don't think that we're taught these things. I think that we're really taught that other people are more important than us. I hear this from so many people. Like I can't put myself first. I can't do what I want to do because other people's feelings and needs and all of that come first, but that's not true. You have to look at yourself as being worthy. You're just as worthy as they are. We are all on the same level. We are all just as worthy of the universe's love of Everything that that every that one of us has, everybody else should have. But it really does come down to what you believe about yourself. And if you allow people to put these self-limiting beliefs on you, then that's exactly what it does. It limits you. Not everyone's going to like you, and that's okay. When you place too much importance on what others think of you, <clears throat> you can become even more vulnerable, um, especially, especially to... Um, like seeking approval or feeling crushed by criticism. If you believe that everybody needs to like you, then when there is some kind of criticism, it might just really knock you down. But not everybody's going to like you. How many billions of people are there in this world? I don't even know. Is it like seven or 70? I, I don't know. Don't quote me on it. Either way, there's a lot of people in this world and a lot of them aren't going to like you. And that's okay because there's a lot of different types of people. And like, for me, I want to be with the people that are like me. I want to be with the people that aren't going to judge me for who I am. I don't want to be with the, the egocentric, um, materialistic people that are all about themselves. That's not me. But those people might like other people like that. Those people might not like you and you might not like them. And that's okay. And this is something that through my spiritual awakening, I've had to look at many, many, many times is that it is okay. You have 
thoughts that go through your mind about other people, right? We all do. We judge people based on our perception. And if we thought that other people didn't do that of us, if we think that we're so wrong, other people are doing the same exact thing that we are to them. They're doing it about us. They And they have a right to, just like we do. We have a right to our opinion. They have a right to their opinion. But the thing is, is that a lot of the time, their opinion is not going to be right. And we should not allow that to take our power away from us, to take our self-esteem from us, because those people are just not our people. And sometimes those people are our family. And that makes it even harder when they're our family and you have to say, you know what, I just, I, it just doesn't work. Like it just doesn't. And it's sad. Cause like I have, um, my dad who's like that. And, and I don't talk to him for these kinds of reasons because he's a boomer and he thinks that like, you know, you should do things the boomer way. And I just don't believe that I'm totally, totally different. So he can think whatever he wants, but it's not going to affect what I do with my life because he's just one person. And even if he was, you know, the most important person in the world to me or 10 of the most important people, it still doesn't matter because we have to be who we are. Also, Here's a big problem that a lot of us have is that we complain about things that we have to do. So what I mean by this is if you find yourself complaining about your obligations or your commitments, remember that you also have the power just like you do with who you um, interact with, but you have the power to decide who you spend your time with. No one is forcing you to go to work, to go to the dentist, to attend a family gathering. Um, that's one great thing about being an adult. You get to set your own priorities and make your own rules for your life. And that is what it's about. It's about taking ownership of your choices and responsibilities. So if you're constantly complaining about, I have to do this, I have to do that. Well, take a look at it because you don't have to, you, you don't, there's nobody telling you that you have to, it's your guilt. A lot of times, you know, it, we get stuck in that guilt of like, Okay, but if I don't, then what's going to happen? What's the person going to say or what are they going to do? And and we sit in that guilt. But at the end of the day, you're the most important person in your life. You have to be because you are the only person that you're going to spend 24-7 with your entire life. If you recognize and understand a lot of these things that I've already talked about, you might have a hard time setting boundaries. Uh, I do. I always have. If you struggle with setting boundaries, remember that you have the authority to choose anything that happens in your life, who enters your life, especially when you start feeling resentful because certain people drain your energy. It's a signal that you need to set clearer boundaries. It's all about taking control of who and what you allow in your personal space and ensuring that it aligns with your well-being. Uh, I've had some friends in the past that have been very, very super negative, and all they want to do is talk about how much their lives suck. And do I want to sit there and just listen to that all day? And that might sound bad. It might be like, well, they're your friend. You should. But at the same time, I'm an empath, and that drags me down. And you have to kind of set boundaries of like, okay, I'm not going to sit here for an hour and listen to you dump all your problems on me. And then you're like, okay, bye. Because that seems to be what happens the most is it's like people just want to dump your problem, their problems on you, but they don't want to in return, listen to yours. Uh, and they don't care is really what it comes down to is that 
people, and I hate to say this, but people are selfish. They really only care about themselves for the majority. So they want to hear themselves talk. They want to talk about what's wrong in their life. And they don't care most of the time what is going on in your life, unless it's somebody that's close to you and really loves you. And that can be really, really sad. So setting your boundaries, especially in those areas with people that really don't care uh, is very, very important. Even with the ones that do care, especially really with them too, because those are the ones that you're going to be around a lot. And if they're always constantly overstepping the boundaries, then that's something that you're going to feel resentful for as well. So setting clear boundaries, whether it's with people on the outside or on the inside is all very, very important. You might also find that in this, that you hold grudges. If you're holding on to grudges, remember that they don't affect the other person's life at all, (laughs) but they can cause chaos in yours. It's like we want to think that we know what other people think of us or that they know what's going on in our heads, but they don't. Nobody knows what's going on in your head except for you, no matter how much you think that they should. Even a psychic like myself. Um, I might be able to read certain things, but I'm not a mind reader and I'm not going to be able to tell you what you want or uh, that all the time, you know? Um, And yeah, so holding grudges is really, really not healthy, whether someone's wronged you or, you know, it was, even if it was like recently or a decade ago, like this is something that we hold on to holding on to those grudges means that that person continues to occupy space in your mind and in your life. And you're allowing them to take up that space and allowing them to have some kind of negative impact on your life and on your time. This is about freeing yourself from the burdens of resentment and claiming that space as your own peace and well-being because your peace is the most important. These are not selfish things. As much as it might look like, oh, I'm being selfish by you know acting this way. No, you're not. Actually, you're standing up for yourself. You're being you. You're being who the universe wants you to be. There's a way to do things the right way and the wrong way. If you're being, you know, egotistical and, and a jerk and that kind of things. Well, of course, that's something totally different. But if you're just setting boundaries and you're standing up for yourself, what's so wrong about that? Why do we look at that as that that's so bad? You also may not go after your dreams because of what other people have to say about them. Um, if you've started your goals, because if you've altered your goals, excuse me, because of other people's opinions, then consider this. Many highly successful individuals have faced rejection along the way. My favorite one to point out in this is Walt Disney. And he, because I love, I love Disney. Um, and he is definitely um, somebody that I look up to. Disneyland was rejected over 300 times. Nobody wanted to talk about his ideas for a theme park that was based around a mouse. They didn't. 300 times it took. Colonel Sanders, KFC. His recipe was rejected, get this, 1,009 times. He had to redo his recipe 1,009 times, but he didn't quit he, because he knew he had something just like Walt Disney. They knew they had something. So no matter how much somebody might reject you or you might think that your dreams sound crazy because you're being rejected or what other people are saying, just keep pushing forward because you will get to that point. Those things Walt Disney, I can tell you, those are all tests. All 300 of those times was a test. How bad do you want this? How hard are you willing to push? 
He gave up so much of his own money, his investments. I, I could go on and on about what this man did to bring Disneyland to us. But can you imagine? Well, I can't, but you probably can if you're not a Disney fan. But I can't imagine life without Disney, without Disneyland, without Disney World. I just can't. So for me, the fact that Walt Disney was rejected 300 times before all of this happened for him is something that I hold on to. And I go, there is nobody that is going to tell me that I can't follow my dreams and I can't achieve what I want to achieve. Some of my goals and dreams might be absolutely crazy to some people, but that's okay. That's okay. Because not only am I going to achieve them, I'm going to be the example to others to show others that it doesn't matter what other people say, that they can follow their dreams no matter what. And I love when other people do this as well, that we need to be the example. We need to show people because most people are set in this mind frame. Most people are set in a victim mentality, and uh, I can't do this because it's not possible. It's taking too much time. It's too hard and all of that. But there's so many of us that could be the example to others to show them that this isn't the way it has to be. You can do anything you want. It doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about you except what you think about yourself. That is how you get where you're going. Because no matter what you do, like for me as an animal communicator and psychic medium, there's a lot of people that don't believe what I do, but there's also a lot of people that do and a lot of people that I can help. And if I allowed those people that didn't believe in me to be the ones that dictated my life, instead of looking towards the ones that can use my help, then you, I would have let those other people win. And why should they win? Who are they? Who are they? They're not anybody that should tell me how I'm living my life. These are not people that should tell you how to live your life. If you have a goal and a dream, you go for it, no matter what anybody tells you. All right, friends, let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we are going to talk about those ways that we can take the power back. Let's do it. We need to take our power back. So stay tuned, friends. We will be right back after these brief messages. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. 
Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, friends. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are talking about taking our power back. Before we get back into this episode, I wanted to make an announcement really quickly because I have a tendency to like get talking and then I don't save myself enough time at the end. So today is going to be the end of season one for me on Beyond the Bridge. I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break while I get my life together, while I find a place in Las Vegas while my husband and I get settled there. It's um, I love, love, love doing this show. Um, it's a lot though, when you're trying to go through this situation and, you know, doing what I've been doing. So I'm going to take a little break for a while, but I will be back uh, and looking forward to it. But I just wanted to announce that. I also feel like I, my husband and I have been through so much with this house that I needed to give a shout out to our real estate agent, because I know a lot of people are moving, a lot of people moving to Las Vegas and Henderson area. So if you, if you are, if you're ever looking for a real estate agent, look up Lisa Rossi Warren, and you can find her at listinglasvegas.net at gmail.com. That's her email or her number is 702-365-1500. Or you can find her on the internet at listinglasvegas.net. She has been a godsend. And we are actually just looking to rent. And she doesn't like usually even do rentals. But she came as a referral from um, a good friend of my sister's. And this woman has just, she has been incredible for us. And I just can't say enough nice things about her. So I felt like I wanted to give her a shout out on the show and say that if anybody is looking in that area to check her out. So let's go ahead and get back into this episode. We are talking about taking our power back. All right. So what are some ways that we can do that, that we can take our power back? Well, I mentioned it briefly in the last segment, and that is, first of all, let's stop playing victim. Okay. Let go of the victim mindset because you can't truly have personal power if you keep seeing yourself as a victim. Even if you've experienced abuse in the past, which many of us have at some point, it is essential really for all of us to break free from that victim mentality and way of thinking. And that can be really, really hard because a lot of us have been through a lot of things and you can look at your life and go, well, I am the way that I am because of what's happened in my life. Okay. And that may absolutely be true, but does that mean that that's the way it always has to be? No. So like for me and my life in the past and the things that I've been through, especially the things that I went through as a child, I've always said that I do not use those things as um, an okay to be a pain in everyone's ass. I just don't. It's like, these are the things that have happened to me. Okay. They've maybe, you know, created a part of who I am, 
But I see that. And we all need to stop and see that and see if we're playing the victim and see how we can change that narrative of like, okay, this did happen to me in the past, but I'm a strong person and I'm not going to allow people to step all over me just because of that. And changing that victim mentality and mindset absolutely helps to take some of that personal power back, but also taking accountability. So when it comes to your overall well-being, you have to take ownership, even if it's negative things caused by others. It's not about taking blame for their actions, not at all. A mistake is still their responsibility. But if you take responsibility for how you react, that changes things. It doesn't mean that you should just accept the bad things or let them slide. Not at all. I'm not saying that at all. But taking responsibility means stepping back from the situation enough to make clear, logical choices about how to feel and what to do. It's about having conscious power in every circumstance. And if you're not willing to take accountability for your actions in a situation, then you're not going to get that personal power back. If you're just sitting there saying, you know, I don't know why this is happening. This doesn't make any sense. Um, No, take a look at it because a lot of times it does. A lot of times you can see why the things are happening in your life, why the patterns are happening and you have to take accountability for those. That's a big learning thing for us, a big lesson. Um, The universe loves that. The universe loves when we take accountability. If somebody says to you that you do something, you know, negatively or whatever, and you know, you do that, don't say no, don't make up a bunch of excuses as to why you don't do that. Think about it and think, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. I do that. I do that. My husband and I, we've been through a lot the last few months. And one of the things that he asked me recently is what are the negative things that you do? And I think he just wanted to hear that I was going to be honest about the fact that I have negative things in me. And we all do. We all have negative things. And sometimes it's hard to see what those are, but taking accountability, really looking at them and seeing things about ourselves that maybe we don't want to recognize really is a lot of growth. It helps us to grow when we can look at ourselves and go, okay, that I do that. I absolutely do that. Um, And that doesn't mean that when somebody says something to you and it's not true that you're supposed to take accountability for it, that's setting up your boundaries. But if it's true, it is really important to take accountability. Also thinking in advance, um, looking ahead, really true personal power isn't just about seeking immediate pleasure. It comes from foreseeing future possibilities and the outcome of different choices uh, it, it's about stopping and thinking about a situation before it goes any farther, before you let it go any further. Expressing your truth openly is so important. Why do we have such a hard time being honest about the way that we feel? I am horrible with this, that I will just sit there and like, ah, but, but, but. If, I, if, I'm not, if I'm in this place where I don't have my power, it's very, very, very hard for me to express my truth. And I see this in a lot of my clients as well. Your words have so much power behind them. And when you speak in alignment with who you are and who you want to be and your authentic self, then things fall into place. They really do. Um, It's about being genuine and true to yourself and what you say. And if you're constantly being, you know, I don't want to seem not honest or lying, but if you're not being totally upfront with your truth, who you are, then what kind of justice are you doing for yourself? You're not aligning yourself with your your greater purpose. Uh, Being in alignment with the universe requires a lot of things. It requires 
um, you to have your power like this. It requires you to be honest with yourself, to be honest with others, to look at things in a more, lo- I don't want to say logical, but in one way it is because we tend to worry a lot, but, but there really is a lot, a lot that goes with that. Um, learning to say no is huge. I would say that most people that I work with, if I ask them this question, because I have asked a lot, would tell me that they have a really, really hard time saying no. And this is definitely something that I've struggled with my whole life as well. It can be tough. It can be really tough um, to say no to certain people or to certain things, especially when you feel like, why am I saying no? But if it's something that doesn't align with who you are or with your authenticity, why would you say yes? Uh, not every no originates from you know your truth, really. Knowing when to use a genuine no is, is a part of this personal power, is taking your power back. It's about choosing wisely when to assert your boundaries. It's not about saying no just because something's annoying you, or it's about saying no when that's really not something that, that aligns with what I'm doing or, you know, whatever. Um, it's okay. It's okay to say no. And I don't really know why that a lot of us are taught that we're not supposed to say no. And we just say yes, because we feel like that's what we have to do. I had mentioned earlier in the episode too, about one of the ways of looking at things differently is, is wording things differently. And instead of why is this happening to me? It's what is this teaching me? So instead of dwelling on the why or the injustice injustices that you're facing, we have to shift our focus to what each situation can teach us. So Having the attitude of like always searching for the hidden meaning or the valuable lessons in every circumstance is really important. It's also about finding the silver lining and the growth opportunities and life's challenges. The universe loves when we grow uh, and they will reward us for growing and for seeing things differently. Um, when you pass a test or something that you were being taught that you, you, know, you, you learn it, Life gets a little bit easier in some ways. It can also get harder in other ways, though, because what happens is you expect more from yourself and the universe expects more from you. Although the universe isn't judgmental and is never going to punish you for the things that you do, so to speak, you punish yourself. Um, So, yeah, we have to look at changing some of these these ways of thinking. Um, Also, Embracing uncomfortable opportunities. Uh, This can also be really hard. So what I mean by this is um, our personal power really thrives when we venture outside of our comfort zones. It's uh, taking a risk. The universe loves to see us taking risks. When we just sit in the same spot and do the same thing, we're not growing. We're not learning. We're not, we're not, there's nothing. There's no opportunities that are coming to us. Um, So we have to look for those uncomfortable opportunities for growth. And one thing that I have started doing over the last few months is when I am feeling something, when I am feeling uncomfortable in a situation, I do feel it. Um, I allow myself to sit there and feel it. And if I need to cry, I cry. And I do this for a few reasons, because first of all, being uncomfortable is a part of the human experience. None of us are going to get through life without being uncomfortable. Most of us have uncomfortable things that happen to us every day. 
But if we can learn to be okay more with those uncomfortable things and those uncomfortable situations, then we can absolutely grow more from them. Also, raising the bar for yourself. Uh, I guess this kind of goes back to kind of embracing those uncomfortable opportunities as well, is that when you start to take your power back and you start to embrace those uncomfortable opportunities, you want to raise the bar for yourself. You want to try different things, um, but raising the bar for yourself can ease up on others or situations. Um, expectations often lead to frustrations and I think most of us can relate to that, really. When you set high expectations for people or situations that are beyond your control, it can lead to a lot of unhappiness. If you expect a lot from others and they don't meet those expectations, it can absolutely trigger negative emotions as well. So placing excessive expectations on people, on other things, it just doesn't work. Um, it, it takes away that control. So take that control back by learning how to manage your expectations, shift those expectations towards yourself. And that will definitely help to take some of your power back. Um, also learning to be more self-sufficient. We rely on others a lot, but self-sufficiency means striking the right balance of independence while still allowing people to help us. Um, it, it really is a balance. Everything in life is a balance. Uh, learning to be self-sufficient is as well, because it's not supposed to be a hundred percent. It's supposed to be a balance. And really that is, that is what we need to do in these situations to get our power back is the balance, the, um, looking at life differently, embracing the uncomfortable, those things that make us human, those are the things that we need to work on and do to bring our power back. So that being said, that is all that I have time for today, my friends. I really hope that you took something from this episode. I know that this is one that I'll go back and listen to because a lot of times the universe talks through me and I'll probably be able to get some good tips for myself. So I hope you will too. I hope that you will take some things and help yourself to bring your power back. Even if you're not struggling with this right now, maybe you'll remember these things in the future when you are, because life really is a cycle and we all go through these things. So friends, that is the end of today's episode and the conclusion of season one of Beyond the Bridge. I can't wait to be back here with you. Just going to take a few weeks for myself and then I will be back with new episodes, new guests, and I can't wait. So friends, until then, if you would like to find me, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can find my other podcast that I have with my husband there. And soon there will be a TV show. So keep an eye out on the website for the TV show. I'm hoping for information on that here in the next few weeks. So friends, I hope that you have a wonderful week. And until next time, peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.